Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tell Me About That, the only podcast that is recorded in virtual reality. All right, boys, you guys ready? Let's get our headsets on. All right, we are inside the metaverse. I can already feel the weight of my corporeal form being lifted off of me now that I am but ones and zeros. Uh, how are you guys doing? How, how's it coming out? <laughs> it's coming out great. I got I to gotta say, I had to sell a little bit of the plasma that I got to get this sick headset. But Yeah, the headset. Uh, um, I can definitely tell a huge difference. You got the full body motion tracker on there now. Yeah, well, the thing is, the nice thing is, I can sell plasma while I'm in VR most of the time. Oh, they just okay, yeah, you're not going to need it. Yeah, exactly. Ryan, I really like what you did with your avatar. The boobs are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, they took me a long time to put together. I was just, I wanted to get them just right um, for like maximum, basically, an SEO of boobs. Uh, you know, kind oh, of yeah. maximize uh, attention. So, what brought you to the number five then? Uh, it's Why nice and round. You know what I five. mean? Okay. Okay. That makes sense. It's a solid, solid number. Jack, Jack, do you, have, do you have three legs? Uh, let's just say that my metaverse me ain't too different from the real me. weather how's the weather huh am i right yeah actually oh boy actually fuck sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be one of those episodes huh words just like fell out of me (laughs) instant defeat i was like instant i was holding my breath in uh, for some reason and then i just i didn't take a second to like exhale and then inhale again i just let the words they're like piled up behind my lips um, I was gonna say it's like fifty. It was like fifty degrees here today, which it's February for context. Yeah, fifty is not too bad. It, it's it's been getting warmer out, which is nice. All the snow is melting. Uh, so looking yeah. forward to that being gone. Don't have to it's drive through that anymore. Good- I don't want to talk about the weather anymore. Nope. nope. I want to talk about how's everyone sitting right now. What's your posture like? Take a posture check. Okay. Because guess what. I'm like an onion right now. I am basically looped <laughs> over myself. Yeah. I am hunched and, and legged uh, suspended up. Um, uh-huh. And it is not, it's not great for my back, but it is great for my hips, I got to say. I think that's why I'm doing it. I hear it's pretty but good it's for also, audio, too. I think it's proper podcasting technique, yeah. actually. Um, I'm rocking with... Uh, I'm, I'm butt on chair. Right, butt I got, chair. That's I, huge first step. A lot of people miss that one. Right foot on the floor, like you would expect, but my left foot has been, per, you know, crossed perpendicularly underneath my right thigh. Um, hmm. So, and honestly, I will say you caught me at a good time because my seating positions are usually much less conventional. I will say, <laughs> I think when I record, I sit a lot better than when I generally use my computer, which is all day because I work on my computer. <laughs> um. I usually, my, I noticed, I actually was thinking about this today, my go-to computer move, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift into, into it so I can describe it accurately, so excuse me while I, <laughs> so first of all, the chair is pointed at best 45 degrees, at worst 90 degrees directly to the right, Oof, so like 90 okay. parallel with the direction the desk is, is running. 
and my both of my feet are up tucked underneath me uh underneath my butt with my feet like propped up against the armrest right and then oh interesting so my leg my knees are pointed in the direction the seat is facing to the side yes and then yeah, yeah, yeah. my whole upper body from the hips up is twisted to the front of the desk that seems so, good for you it's not, so it's not comfortable <laughs> so i don't know why i do it but i like find myself in this position like you, you, all you, the time. you like drift towards that state anytime Seriously. you're like not paying attention yeah and like all day I'll, I'll like be sitting like this for so long and then i have to stand up and my feet are like purple because i've yep. been sitting on my feet and like my <laughs> cutting off all circulation up. yeah do you have osha at your job because i feel like they want to get involved um i when i started working from home i did have to like sign a paper that was did like, you really yeah oh my gosh they made us go through <laughs> so much of like a hullabaloo because we you know we were not a work from home group and then the pandemic happened and we had to like like show that we were in a room with adequate lighting and enough space to work. And it was a room that was secure because I work for a hospital. So you have to be kind of like secure. You know, you have to be. You had to hire your security guard. Yeah, I have my bodyguards, (laughs) but you just can't be in a place that's like publicly visible because you're dealing with stuff that you should not be letting other people see. But we had to like submit this whole thing and like, there was supposed to be like fire extinguishers in the room or something oh, no. like that. Like it was like all this ridiculous stuff. Like there's no window like in front of the, the computers that you can see in and like complete just, it was just completely wild. Yeah. For me, I kind of like to do with something a little more uh, unorthodox. Um, most people like sitting on chairs, maybe a stool. Um, the thing that really helps keep my back like feeling really good is you know those climbing ropes that you you have in in gym class in like middle school high school uh-huh like your I, safety rope or like your you climb up to like hit the, the bell yeah the cl- climb up and hit the bell oh okay climb up at the bell i okay. i uh hang from one of those upside down and my whole my <laughs> oh. whole desk setup is 180 upside degrees down? yeah exactly oh that's pretty cool so everything's so you- glued down to my desk so nothing can move which is good and bad I think you could make that work. I mean, you get a. It's worked so far. You either get a trackpad or one of those wheelie rolly balls. The wheel mouse. The wheel mouse. Yeah. I actually did install just one big ball into my desk that works as like a mouse. I don't even have like something to move around. It's just a big. You gotta click the big ball in. You gotta. You actually have to make a fist and punch it. Okay. In order to click, and you have to punch it with two hands at once to double click. So (laughs) it's not my greatest design, but. Hanging it upside down, um, is that like an ankle situation or a waist, or is it do you like make like a harness out of the rope? How um, do you? Well, it's kind of so it's it's a little bit like a sex swing, but like <laughs> okay, so it really supports your hips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's mostly like a hip kind of structured. Yeah, exactly. Situation. Yeah, I, it it was a sex swing you bought on sale, right? Look, okay. I mean, I mean, you're in company. <laughs> Listen, he has to use it for work in order to write it off on his yeah, taxes. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> and this podcast is proof, Jeremy, so just be cool. <laughs> so I mentioned my hips earlier. Um, I, I, I've been stretching them out uh, lately, doing like a little runner stretch, which is where you like, you put your knee on the ground and you like really just send the other foot astronomically far away and lean into it. And uh, turns out I have, <laughs> I have some holes in my pants oh. um, because I went to do that. I heard some 
just a little bit like a little tearing. I was like, huh, wonder what mom and dad are doing downstairs. <laughs> and then I leaned in. I was like, I got really got to stretch this one out and uh, didn't get a full rip going, but it is three inches. It's a, it's a good visibility. You is think what you're it's me. good a three inch rip in your clothing is not a full rip. Well, well I, I no, think, I, meant, I think it means he wasn't split asunder. But <laughs> it's Jeremy wasn't torn in half. <laughs> exactly. That'd be a full split. But it's, it's where like my thighs meet, so it would like be it's like it's on my inner thigh, right? That's so dude, that's it's toast. It's hideable though. No, right? Not the anymore. But integrity it, of those no, pants not are anymore. destroyed. It was hideable that's at one point because I did notice inches. a little bit. But now it's but now it's getting like butt area. Oh, so yeah. it's it's Look, definitely if, definitely if I know gone anything, out. Is that three inches is much bigger than you might expect? <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge hole, dude. In it's your pants. it's That's gigantic, bro. You might as well just throw away all your pants. That's how big I've the hole is. I've actually never seen anything that large before. So like that would blow my mind if I saw something like that. <laughs> yeah, your pants are like a dying animal, Jeremy. And you got to put them down because yeah. at this point, it's just cruel. Take, well, the, take other, out the other back. thing is, I don't do anything. Like, I'm just sitting in my office. Yeah, that's true. My office and me and my other room. Yeah, but so is I was it, like, I, they're at least going to keep my, my work pants. Yeah. Oh, I, I, do you wear real clothes when you work? It depends. Could not be me. Depends on if I'm going out later. I can't tell you the last... I, I just put on pants if I'm going out later when I need to go out later. Some, sometimes I put on normal clothes just to feel like a person, but like most <laughs> of the time I'm sitting, like I'm wearing my, I am almost not embarrassed, but I'm almost embarrassed about the amount of times <laughs> that I've, I've signed on to my work calls wearing like the exact same sweatshirt every single day. <laughs> I don't care, you know, like what am I doing? I'm not sweating. Honestly, in the, in the summer do laundry, don't, t- don't tell my work, but I don't turn my camera on when we have our, like our morning stand up because we don't, we're not required to. Um, in the summertime, I just don't, I just go don't wear sh- a shirt. Yeah. You go on shirtless. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah dude, I mean, huge this is the way meant work was meant to be done. If, if, if possible, look back to the, look back to the middle ages. I bet you they weren't wearing shirts when they were That's working. That's true. Dude. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, What's so different when, now? When they were sitting at their desks in the middle ages, writing, writing in C sharp, I'm sure they were also not wearing shirts. Exactly. <laughs> You think Ben Franklin was wearing a shirt? You think yeah, when Thomas he, Jefferson was wearing a shirt? No. When he discovered no electricity, wearing a shirt? No. Yeah. It, the way he <laughs> discovered it, actually, a little known fact, is that it uh, arced between his two nipples. And that's how he was like, whoa, what, what's that all about? The, the key version is the safer work version. The key, yeah, key is... Um, code for his he had nipple piercings actually (laughs) (laughs) then they were keys he invented nipple piercings and also because of it discovered electricity (laughs) right (laughs) you know ben franklin having nipple piercings kind of makes you you think right yeah well speaking of thinking i got (laughs) i didn't know if you wanted a response to that (laughs) well speaking of thinking i got a thought for you guys if possible would you Benjamin yes. button yourself back to a certain time period to like not not sorry not a certain time period but like a time from in between now and your birth would you Benjamin button yourself all the way back to that point to like experience something else re-experience something something like that and so very specifically I mean you don't like 
like this question is usually posed as like, would you travel back in time and do something? I'm specifically saying you can only go back to the point where you were born and you have to take the same amount of time to get back there. So if you go back three years, you have to live three years just going in reverse. Does that make sense? I understand. So I, I, I'm, I'm 18 now. I say I want to go back three years. I go back to 15 in three years? Yeah, you, you live out three years and you also like kind of go back in time. It's, it's, okay. it's not a perfect formula, trust me. You go I, forward in time, but you go backward in age. Sort of, but you also experience the thing that you're going back to, if that makes sense. I don't think so. It, it actually, I don't know if it actually needs to make sense. Maybe, maybe we just ponder this question as is. Yeah, I've been just... I would say no, I, <laughs> I think. Uh, I'm trying to... Listen, there's not too many things that I want to, like, go and do again, you know? But is there anything you, like, maybe missed out on, like, in hindsight, was like like a concert or something? There was a karaoke party in high school that I didn't <laughs> One time I was approached on the street by a stranger and he said, hey, big boy, you trying to have a good time? And I said no at the time, but you know what? I would like to have a good time. I good time. You were actually 11, so now you're going to have to go back, what, like 14 years or something like that? Well, he called me big fella, so I obviously was much older than that because who would talk like that to a child? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a little weird. And maybe, you know, maybe we would have gone and, like, played some cool arcade games or something. He's like, oh, oh yeah, I know this old pizza place that has these cool arcade cabinets in it. Well, Jack, boy, do I have, have the offer for you. <laughs> boy, do I have the offer for you. Oh, man. You Couple can go years. back and, and check right now. Couple years I off think... the old lifespan just to go play some sweet games. I'm in. Well, that's the thing. So it's the not world... off your lifespan because you're going back in age. So you can just, you can just the... restart then. Oh, true. Does the world reset back to that? Oh, um, like, because then you could get into like, all right, it was a Tuesday here's my for me, but JFK died on that day. <laughs> my plan would be try to be friends with um, Robert Downey Jr. Before he, if we could to go help back. Him, to help him. Wait, wait, is that before? Like before he's cool. Before, so like is, is that before or after he got arrested for like drug stuff? After. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 before you could make, you could stop it. Oh, yeah, I but, know. Or but if you, but if you stop him. it, then where, where the whole MCU then where does is gone. He go? I want to, I want to, to be Iron Man. Iron Man. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, Jeremy, <laughs> I just got the call from, uh, what was it? Marvel. Yeah. They, they want me to play Iron Man. Like, no, I, I want to be cool though. Rob, I, I want to be, I want to be cool. So I want to know Robert Downey Jr. and be best pals with him. Okay. But like, what if instead of taking on Iron Man, he decided to play like, something else and Pinocchio. that took off in the same way that marvel well, you could shift the entire landscape of cinema as we know it right now because right you know marvel is is a huge huge player in the film industry currently i get him to be wolverine flip it up to dc <laughs> is that dc that's i don't DC. think batman. so i batman. think that's also i get him to be batman no you can't tell me batman's marvel no batman or no, no. whatever DC. i i mean I guess it's possible. I would, yeah. In that case, I would go back in time to when I. All right, let's think about something that was legitimately okay, wait, within sorry. our time. Before we move now, Ryan, no, no, we've abandoned your no, your thesis. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm. I'm actually. I'm still on Jeremy's thing because if if you're if if the idea is to go back, you're, you're saying go back in time, right? 
to, to- uh, yeah, I, that was that was my question. Like, if I go back, does well, the whole world go? Like you're saying, no matter, go back to an event. No matter what, my my next question is: if you're if the, the premise is still to be Benjamin Benjamin Buttoning, no matter whether the world moves forward or not, do what age do you go back to that you feel suitable is good enough to be friends Robert with Robert Downey, Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what age feels appropriate for that? Well, I mean, when was Iron Man? Because it needs to be before that. So let's do Iron Man <laughs> 1 movie. Um, it was no. 2008. 2008. So I, I would have been 11. <laughs> but I think I can work with that. No, no, no. What you do. All right. Here's the long kind. You go back before you were 11, maybe when you were like eight. And you become friends with the person who wrote Iron Man and make sure that there's a lovable child character in the film. Oh, and then yeah. you get to star in it alongside Robert Downey Jr., thus not only cementing your place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but also as Robert Downey Jr.'s close personal friend. Best friend. Best, okay. friend. Best friend. I like that. Right, okay. I want to adjust my answer. I want to go back in time to the same time and after Jeremy gets that part written, get the part instead. Oh, little yoink sesh. Yeah, and then we'll yeah we'll yoink each other. <laughs> no, that's kids. We'll we can't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean like you know way later on. Like <laughs> Twenty five. Be- after after the we year. become wait no we become friends. Every, you lose the job. We end up just going back on our exact same paths. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it always finds a way to even itself out. Right. Yeah. Perfectly that's balanced. Ryan's, one might say. Ryan's the genie. He he tricked us. <laughs> we all just we always just end up going back. This, this is our hell, and we've been recording this podcast for all of eternity. <laughs> I tricked you into coming back to the exact same point in time, the exact same way. <laughs> but you'll never know if the future was the same, because that's Schrodinger's of, future. Yep. That's exactly what he was talking about. Yep, nailed it. Uh, speaking of the future, I think uh, I think it's about time we sunset this this uh this nesse when we usually do because i think it's a little played so i think how do you guys feel about sunsetting this this reddit ass ass reddit whatever we do okay well do you do you have anything to suggest in in its place yeah so i was thinking uh hold on hold on got i i think i'm getting hacked yeah it, oh the screen just went black can you guys hear me still yep. yeah Okay, it's okay. Um, Does it have the okay. green text? What I'm seeing, what I'm seeing, you know, what I'm seeing right now is it looks like the I don't know exactly the Windows Vista login screen. Okay. Um, it's asking for a password with the hint saying, uh, "Jeremy, please enter the password," and then it's just got a winky face. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, oh, actually, I think I know this one. Um, six nine nice all lowercase. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. Oh. So now it's showing me a readme that just says enjoy again with the winky face, huh? A lot of winkies. And okay, it, I'm not doing anything, but it just opened Microsoft Edge. Odd choice. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Microsoft Edge on Windows Vista. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> so it is going to reddit.com. It's it's typing in r slash stupid question. I and it's bring. I have like three, four questions in front of me. Huh. All right. Well, I mean, they're here, so you know, we might as well just. I guess we'll Old do them and not end. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, right? we'll see how it feels, right? <laughs> um, so the first question coming at you: If you're nowhere near the ocean 
and someone releases 12 live crabs in your house as a prank, what do you do to dispose of them? Oh, interesting. So it's first, first off, I think you have, you invite some friends over. Yeah, <laughs> you have a have nice a crab, crab dinner boil. on yeah, your hands. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when life gives you crabs. <laughs> Make lemonade. You squeeze now, them into think, a drink. Yeah. <laughs> do you think this is an attack or a defense? Defense. You think this person is, you think this person is thinking they've done something that has caused <laughs> someone to want to release 12 I'm crabs crab in their house. soon. I can tell. <laughs> I think, I think it's already happened. I think they're in the midst of Crab City. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Their house has now become Crab Town. Mm-hmm. What do I do with um, all these? I'm so embarrassed that this happened. No one can know that it happened to me. <laughs> Asking for a friend, hypothetically speaking, what would I do if... <laughs> now, I've got to be... I think I would be pretty happy if I found... I've, I think I would initially be stunned, right? Right. I think initially, open the house, there's 12 crabs. Surprise crabs. Where these crabs come from. I don't think I would immediately be like, I need to call animal control or something. I think I'd be like, huh. I think. Let's check these crabs out. Unless it's one of those crazy wild crabs that I, you know, that you see on the internet or something. That like goes on the offensive, grabs (laughs) a knife. Slice a man in half. Yeah. But like, if it's your normal run of the mill crab, I feel like I can handle the cleanup pretty (laughs) handily by myself. Do you, you know, think like, they're all the same crab or like, I'm th- okay. do you think they're all here's, different species? It's all here's 12 think- crab species. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this person got a note and said, get ready to go home because there's 12 crabs waiting at when you get there. And then they look around the house. They count them up. 10 crabs. Oh, no. Oh, no. Where are the other two? Oh, they walk in the bedroom. Oh, no. What's that in the bed? And they're oh, fornicating. crabs making love. Infinite crabs. Oh, no. It's two crabs <laughs> making love to my wife. No. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like the old school prank where you, you have three pigs. You have, no, you have. Sorry? Yeah, you have three pigs. And you you ever heard of this where you have like. Them, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're one, two, oh, okay. and four. And so, like, where's the third pig? I, I had like to that. talk. Yeah. I have to talk about. I must have talked about this before. That I know a guy who someone at his school bought and released ten thousand ladybugs within the school's like, ventilation. <laughs> oh my god! And he la- and he labeled them all. One <laughs> yeah, one, one through ten thousand and one. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the one. Gotta keep him on her toes. Now, Jeremy did introduce a new character into this, and it's the villain who uh, wrote that note. And now the I'm crabber, more intrigued about them. Yeah, the, the crabber. <laughs> I'm extremely interested in the crabber. What would what I'm would the crabber? <laughs> what would it, like, what would make someone so upset that they needed to crab someone? I mean, it's got first off is a fishmonger or some sort, right? Because they live Ooh, nowhere near the ocean. One of those devil's so, catch guys. Right, right. <laughs> it's micro. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's yeah, micro just came jobs. up with a job. <laughs> no, I'm saying he came off of a ship. Oh yeah, right. Because the the deadliest catch guys live near the ocean. I would imagine, not, right? If you told me right now that there was an episode where Mike Rowe went with the deadliest catch guys, I would believe it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, almost certainly. Maybe steel in- horse I've <laughs> No, no, we're gonna get DMCA'd. Jack, stop. Kid we're Rock, gonna get, we're gonna get struck down. No, that's not Kid Rock. Who is it? Bon Jovi. Bon, bon Jovi, right? John Bon Jovi. Out of all the people, I feel like John John Bon Jovi. I, I didn't always just say John Bovey. Um, John for all you listening Bovey. out there. Mr. Bovey, please um, don't be mad at our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now he's, he seems like a really cool dude. He's got a soup kitchen that he like volunteers at all the time. 
I feel like he wouldn't care if we did it. I'm pretty record, sure maybe. someone we used to know was like related to him. Jovi Soup Place. Isn't that a song by him too? Somebody we used to know. <laughs> That's not yeah. his song, but it's a song. <laughs> no, I know. No, sort of, never mind. Um, uh, how do we get Guy Fieri on the podcast? I feel like oh, he, he could be attainable. Oh, I just yeah, want to meet him. Be, you think Guy Fieri would be attainable on our podcast? I mean, I, think I don't that think he, so. I think he's a good enough guy that he'd do it. For a lot of money, yeah. Yeah. Also, do you think Guy Fieri would be nice to hug? Because I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. he'd give a good hug. Consensually, about- I would ask him to hug me, of course. I would not. Is this I hair- would never spring a hug on him. Is it pokey? Like, do you think if you got a little of that hair, it would hurt? I think um, it's softer than it looks. Yeah, listen. I think I it's think more like a, definitely- like a visual defense mechanism. Like, when... when uh, frogs are like colorful It's because they're poisonous <laughs> Okay <laughs> he, wears, he, he wears his hair like that So that he keeps predators away But I, anyone who knows him is like Oh He's no that's, that's softy Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay we've digressed a little bit Just a little bit though Right because now we're, we can work this back We can work this back because Guy Fieri Call Guy Fieri in your house to cook certainly. the crabs up Oh yeah, there it that's is how, Oh my gosh alright so if somebody could Alright here we go guys all right, all right. So, yeah, so this is going to be it. This Jack's going to say this thing, and we're going to move on to the next question. Okay, well, we'll do. All right, we'll we'll keep this secret to us only because this is very this is a great plan, which will actually work to get Guy Fieri in the podcast. We piss someone off enough. We go, we find Mike Rowe and the Deadliest Catch guys, and we piss them off enough <laughs> that they're going to crab us right at Tell Me About That headquarters. Right, and then we make a viral video. We're like, whoa, Mike Rowe and his friends crabbed us. Uh oh! What are we gonna do with all these crabs? And then Guy Fieri's like, "Whoa! Oh yeah! Woo, guitar riff." He rolls I up in his Camaro. Co- I could cook those crabs for you and give them to all my friends. And then he turns his arms out, and it's like seven hundred people, and they're all your. <laughs> they all look like him. <laughs> yeah, and they all look just <laughs> like Guy Fieri. Yeah, I think that's all right, it. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, so we said we're going to end it with that. So we, we're going to move on to the next question, which does the city of Rome still exist? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. How do you get to the point where you're typing <laughs> this question into, into a, like a Reddit thing and not come across the answer to the question? <laughs> like, now, they, they, they do also specify that place in Italy. Like, was so there another know- Rome we thought you were talking about? <laughs> like, you know it's in Italy. <laughs> well, there's Rome, New York, right? Is there? Well, okay, but, but I, think, I think, right, the grandiosity of Rome, right, everyone assumes. Like, I don't think they yeah, need no, to yeah. specify It's like Italy if you say one. Paris, like, there's more than one Paris <laughs> yeah. in the world. But, you know, the Paris. Guys, I gotta be honest. I'm reading this question. I'm, it does exist, right? <laughs> is Rome right? is Rome one of those things where everybody is just like, yeah, Rome? It's the largest grift known to no, man. It's it's definitely no, because they got the Colosseums, right? And I know you can go well, to the Colosseums. They used to I have been the Colosseums, but there's definitely still a Colosseum around. Uh huh. Is it not in Rome? Okay, I, I feel like been. I'm gonna have to confirm. Google this, Jeremy. Yeah, are you actually like? Are you unsure? I can't. I I know that is I, Rome still a city? It is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it you is. can read anything on the internet, though. <laughs> yeah, that's look, true. Yeah, how do we prove it? I was going to say, like, common knowledge, I had hoped, was that Rome is, in fact, still a city. However, uh, maybe that's just a big 
big cover-up. Maybe some maybe there's something way cooler over there and they don't want us to know, so they just cover it up with stinky old Rome. <laughs> stinky old Rome. Oh, it's stinky, old. Dumb it's old disgusting. Rome. I mean, all roads lead to there because it's so old and crappy and bad. That's where everyone dumps all their trash. Yeah, all, all <laughs> garbage roads lead to Rome. So don't go there. There's nothing cool there. And then when you get there, it's like an ice cream bar or something. <laughs> I think I, I this person sitting in history class and they're you know nowadays know. attention spans attention spans are like so like short nowadays with all the TikToks and the YouTubes and it's like let's just cut to the chase. I'm learning about this Rome now, but do I really need to care about this Rome? Like, is it still around? <laughs> right. So I, I think they're like wanting to get ahead on the story, Ooh, or they're trying to show up the the class, the the what do they call them? The, the teacher's pet. The big reveal at the end <laughs> of like, the lesson. Mm, well, the, the teacher you know? turns around and goes, "And all of this is gone now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get to see it." <laughs> anyway, I think it's about time we move on to our next segment. We know it. We love it. Tm tmaw tm. T-M-A-W-Y-T-W-W, first try. Tell me about who you think would win. Tomato. It's a fun little game where we pit two entities against each other in some sort of a competition and see who wins. Uh, This week, guys, because of our special episode where we are taking place in the virtual scape, this, this week's competition is going to take place inside of the metaverse. Okay, so they're in the metaverse. So, you know, we'll, we'll take this a little bit. They uh, need to get two from where they currently are to Dork Zuckerberg's homepage or home <laughs> estate. Oh, okay. Oh, in the metaverse. Um, in so the metaverse. They, yeah, 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 no, find in the metaverse. The king of the metaverse. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, we've got what they're doing. Why don't we find out who's competing? Yeah. So this week we've got two very special competitors. Um. Our first competitor is actually uh, super well-known, super big in the, from what I hear, big in the metaverse space. Um, so far, he's kind of really made a name for himself. Um, and that is uh, Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. He's, uh, he's kind, of, kind of a big deal, I'm going to say. I don't, I don't want to spill all the beans, because it, 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 he's kind of got some things in the works that you know he and I have hung out before. Big um, things he, coming. Watch yeah, this space. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, Invest now. Right. Exactly. He, he's really <laughs> pushing. Huge announcement he, coming soon. He's really pumping some stuff, and I'm really excited for it. Um, but uh, that's not to say he's going to win anything, because his, his competitor is Baymax from Big Hero 6. Oh, you want to know the big oh. marshmallow robot? Talk about yeah. wanting to give a hug. Jeez. I know. <laughs> and and who 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 in more who more in need of a hug than Dork Zuckerberg? That's true. Oh my gosh, Baymax is trying to get to his house to give him a big hug. Kronk is there to beat yeah. him up. Oh yeah. Kronk's like, where's that Dork Zuckerberg at? <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to do one more. T- I'm gonna try to yep, go for yeah, it. No, yeah, no, you hey, got it. Yeah. Hey. I'm just, it's it's morphing into the I'm walking in just just Swanson <laughs> a Peter but it's it's Which the same, it's the same I think it's the same guy right the same guy yeah, yeah same guy <laughs> hey Cusco <laughs> doesn't hey, sound like him at all hey <laughs> right you know lots of stuff from that great great film with David Spade so I will say Kronk um is human esque 
I, uh, I would say even a little closer than that. Maybe even human. <laughs> well, how human can you be in the metaverse? Am I right? Ooh. Exactly. Exactly. It's Baymax, not human at all. True. So, so almost, if we're talking as close to zero percent human as you could possibly be. So if we're talking who's got the hookups, and I mean literally, it's oh, gonna be Baymax. That's true. That's true. Baymax's whole brain is made out of like computer code, which he's is got, he's what got the, the metaverse is made out of. Well, well, that's what we think it is. We don't actually know that the metaverse thing. Not Baymax. yeah, we are we not Baymax allowed is. to know what comprises the metaverse. Wink, uh, wink. That is forbidden knowledge. Let's just say if we did find out, we would have no fun today. Baymax has the advantage because he is the computer, um, and always has been. So he inside the metaverse is it's no different than him. You know, he is he has lived as a digital construct his entire life. Um, it's and all, his, that's all he has known and all he ever will know. Exactly. The canvas shell that has made up his body um, is inconsequential. Right. In fact, I would say it is a hindrance. Yeah. Because he's, he's um, stuck in that physical form. Get lost in the sauce. So here's a question for both of these people in the metaverse. Are they themselves as their avatars or can they choose their own avatars? See, I, th- I think, they, they, I think they, they can definitely choose. That being said, I think they would both choose uh, maybe a, a, a little bit of spiced up version of themselves. So Kronk would pick like a yeah. cooler, uh, like maybe fun, more fun version Ooh, of himself. Rocking like a 60s jacket? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, well, okay. Baymax, Baymax, I think, just makes himself more huggable, whatever oh that entails. I would think he's changing colors. Imagine. They're changing colors. Ooh. Like they, Whoa. like at will. Baymax gets RGB. Oh yeah. my gosh. The only <laughs> thing Baymax was missing in that film was RGB. It's addressable RGB, so you can control it from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um so what are some challenges to, to finding think, Dork Zuckerberg's place? Do you think it'd be like a drug Baymax? Like if you plugged into the metaverse as a robot, do you think that would be like like, oh, high. yeah, I'm in it now. Like, yeah, like, I'm like, I can't wait to die. Like, he's just get all up in this. Yeah. I, can't yeah. wait. I cannot <laughs> wait to nut in this virtual reality, says Baymax from children's movie Big Hero 6. <laughs> can't wait to get my, my big poofy rocks off. Right. Cause, cause it's, it's almost like there's too much information for Baymax and maybe like not enough familiarity for Cusco. Interesting. Cusco? <laughs> you mean Kronk? Kronk, yeah. Kronk? Well, if it was Cus- Cusco, would clearly sweep the floor with these. Folks. I don't. Th- I actually disagree. I think Cusco has no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah, Kronk, I think is pretty good at taking things in stride, though. Because that's true. Within throughout the the events of the film, um, he sees some magic and stuff happen, and he's pretty cool about it. Yeah, he kind of yeah. like stumbles into success, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah, exactly. He's got that kind of empty brained determination that is really required for somebody to accidentally stumble upon Dork Zuckerberg's house in the metaverse. Right. I think. Um and he's very personable, can ask a lot of a lot of yeah. directions. Um he speaks multiple languages, as we saw in the film. He can speak squirrel, which I imagine there's squirrels in the metaverse because I don't want to live in a world where there are not. True. <laughs> um Although Baymax could probably speak, oh geez, this is tough, guys. I think I think the problem with Baymax, the, the not the problem with Baymax, the problem Baymax is going to have because Baymax, nothing's wrong with Baymax. 
I think the problem Baymax is going to have is that he's going to get too distracted wanting to hug and help people. So he's going to get stuck yeah. pretty easily. Just kind of like being do friendly. You, do you think Baymax could maybe... But there's not many people in danger in the metaverse, I feel like. So how much helping I, wait, can you but, do? But I think people would recognize him and be like, hey, I'm emotionally unavailable. Uh, I'm hurt. Okay. I'm using this metaverse as an escape from my everyday oh, life. Actually, yeah, he becomes he becomes more of a mental healer than a physical healer in the metaverse. Wow. Okay, but what if now hear me out, his like business of not business, I say business, but like his, you know, activity of helping people gets so big that Dork himself wants to come and be like, Come why don't you come over here? So it's like <laughs> Almost like he's not even looking for him anymore. Okay, so he's taking a different, he a different approach where Kronk yeah. is looking for Dork Zuckerberg's house. Or Dork Zuckerberg's house, excuse me. But Baymax is just letting it naturally happen to him, you say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I honestly think that's probably a better idea. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if that'll be the quickest, though, right? I mean, we're, we're trying to get there ASAP. Yeah, that, that, that might take some time. I don't know if there's another time. way... I don't, yeah, I don't know if there's another way to get there, though, for Baymax. I mean, you could huggably, like, accompany people on, like, a road trip or a train or whatever vehicles that we haven't thought up and that are in the metaverse. But I think Kronk is just going to, you know, I mean, it might get sidetracked a little bit, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. But, you know, for the most part, it'll be in the general direction, probably. Now, the question, okay, how about this? Maybe, maybe okay, I think this is going to solve it. It. I don't know if people know where Dork Zuckerberg's stuff is, right? Yeah, do you think he hides so it? So it might be, yeah, it might be a matter of who can, like, earn, piece it together or unlock it or something. Yeah, so it's like, Oh, if you okay. get all the metaverse achievements, you get to go to Dork Zuckerberg's house. Oh. I know that's will high-five you once. Right. So, so, okay, so maybe the challenge here is who gets it first? Kronk doing the achievements or Baymax doing Publicity. the healing? I think, yeah. I think we've, we've kind of established that Kronk's pretty good at stumbling his way through things to success so uh -huh. i think yeah. i think i think he's just gonna have one leg up on finishing his achievements just accidentally before baymax gets to hug his way to to mark sorry yeah, Dork. Yeah. who's mark who's mark um yeah like kronk wanders into a football field and he's like whoa and then he gets he you know knocks into somebody and they throw the ball up in the air and he catches it in his hands and he's like oh and then he turns right. around and runs Yep. Stuff like that. <laughs> Stuff like that. Hmm. Well, I mean, that's a lot of good information. I think I might be ready to pick. I'm, I'm on the fence. Let's do it. Okay. So I'll go first since I initiated it. Um, I am leaning. Now, I, I, I think it's close. I think it's going to, I think it's going to come down to the wire, but I think Kronk is going to be successful enough at his stumbling that he's going to like accidentally maybe even just like bump into Dork's stuff before he even finishes the achievements and I think he's going to be the successful one here. That's 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 fair, but I think I I was kind of leading you. I was kind of doing a red herring with you guys cuz I think I think Baymax got it by a mile cuz I think Baymax, we know the Baymax in the real world. We don't know the Baymax in the metaverse. And so I think Baymax in the metaverse is going to be a little bit more ruthless, a little bit more cutthroat. 
no more oh. big, lovable, adorable person. Okay. I think they're just going to, you know, they're going to hop in, they're going to connect up, and they're going to find it by tracking their location, looking <laughs> into the deep code. You know, I think I think it's going to be no, no question, Baymax. All right, so listen to this. I think Baymax, as you said, is not quite the same lovable robot he is um, outside of the metaverse. However, I don't know. Dork Zuckerberg's got a good handle on the verse. Um, you don't become the king of the metaverse without knowing it inside and out. And he, he's got it locked tight. So the conventional methods of, of locating him are not, you know, handled, like, are not available. But I think Baymax, like you said, gets a lot more ruthless. And although Kronk is trying to complete achievements and earn the right to see Dork Zuckerberg, what he doesn't know is that behind the scenes, not only is Baymax garnering, uh, you know, public support by being, you know, a positive public figure, but he is secretly undermining all the work Kronk is doing getting in front of him every step of the way and painting him out to be the bad guy. Not only does that hurt Kronk's chances of becoming Dork Zuckerberg's honored guest, but it also gives more chances for Baymax to spotlight himself cleaning up all of Kronk's messes. So as, as much as Kronk would like to think he's doing well, and as much as Baymax wants him to think that, that Kronk is doing well, in the end, it is shown that Baymax had it had it in the bag the entire time. There was no question in his mind that he was going to be the first to meet Dork Zuckerberg at his house. And when he does, gives him a big old hug. It's very nice. Very cute. Um, Dork Zuckerberg even cried. Cried like a big baby. What's that? Baymax walks through the door, takes off his helmet or their helmet, and it's Dork Zuckerberg. Dork Zuckerberg. It's been Dork, dork the whole time. It's been Dork the whole time. <laughs> and with that stunning revelation, it is time for us to conclude this podcast episode. Um, first off, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to us that you take the time to listen. Um, if you want to tell a friend, that'd be great. Share it on your social medias. Um, share it in the metaverse. Whatever you feel you want to do. Um, if you want to contact us, tell me about that podcast at gmail.com is a great way to do it. Um, We've got a Twitter and a Facebook at TMAT Pod. We post our highlights on there, like for the episode. So those are really shareable clips. If you, you know, think the uh, episode's really good for that week, you can share those. Um, we release those on the off Fridays. And lastly, you know, I guess there's only one last thing to say, and that's, you know, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Ryan. And I'm Jack. Let's hop ourselves out of the metaverse, boys. I'm so sweaty. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. The weight of my human body. Crushing. <laughs> okay. One sip and I'm good. I'm good to start whenever. One sip!